I don't know if you guys talk about manifestation ever. That stuff is so real because we would watch that show as kids. I would look at the TV and in my head, I would just think like, oh, that's not impossible. I could do that one day. I'll, I'll probably end up doing that one day. I guess throughout the whole process, I was kind of like, are, this is, I mean, ri it's risky. Like you don't really know what's gonna happen. But the whole time in the back of my head, I was like, I feel like this could actually, like, I feel like this could really happen. It comes to the day to pitch and they come get you from the hotel room. They bring you out. You're like, holy shit, this is finally happening. Everything you've worked for, you're just like, oh my God. And you're standing behind the two doors. There's no music playing. There's no da da da. There's none of that. And so you walk down that, the, the aisle or whatever the other doors open you see mr wonderful you're like okay now it's really real it was damon Lori, barbara mark and kevin mr wonderful you just you stand there and then you you're like hey guys <laughs> and then you just start pitching welcome to check your aesthetic podcast the go-to podcast for self-starting creatives i'm katie campbell the owner of katie creative co a social media management agency located in baton rouge louisiana and I'm Alexis Aldrich, a Vermont-based content creator focused on promoting productivity that fits your unique lifestyle and growing my career in marketing and creative business strategy. On CYA, you will catch authentic conversations around entrepreneurship, social media, self-care, and the creative industry. If you're looking to grow your online following, boost your productivity, and connect with other ambitious female creatives, then you've come to the right place. Let's get into this week's episode. Hi Alexis, hi Alexis, hi Alexis. Are you done? Yeah. Cool. We hey. haven't talked in so long, girl. We haven't. It really has been. We haven't so recorded long. in probably like two weeks. Wow. Wow, how times have changed. Changed. And you know what they have. Um, I want to go ahead and intro this guest before we get into whatever we're going to talk about, which I don't even know yet. It. Yeah. Because this guest is very exciting. So today we had Shira Bernard. Bernard? Bernard? Bernard. <laughs> she literally told us, and like as if I'm like literally the dumbest person alive. Um, she is the co-founder of Nightcap, which is the scrunchie that prevents drink spiking. So it's a scrunchie, and I actually do not know the logistics of it. I'm literally going to order one immediately after this, but I'm pretty it, sure like, you fits just... over, and then it has, yeah. like, a spot for a yeah. straw. So I'm pretty sure that's a scrunchie that, like, you pull something out of it that is, like, a cap for any drink, yep. and then you put the scrunchie on the bottom of your drink, and you can put a straw in. So basically, it covers the open spots of your drink so that nobody can slip something in your drink at the bar. And I just have to say... Or spit in it literally <laughs> I just have to say that this is not just like a wow this girl has a great idea and like it's such a cute product like this actually totally. means something for women and yeah. anybody yeah you know. we talked about that in the episode like I feel like everyone knows someone exactly and we didn't really touch into this a lot but I'd really like to just kind of bring this idea up of like she said that this a little bit, like, you know, people don't take it seriously, but drink spiking, not only do some people not think it's a problem, but some people are frequently victims of drink spiking the same way it is with things like assault are afraid to say, like, I was spiked, you know, my drink was totally. spiked because they get things like, yeah, oh, you just drank yeah. too much. Like, mm -hmm. you are you sure you didn't just get really were drunk? You not, or like, like, were you not aware of your surroundings? Like, whatever. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And like, as you know, I think this affects women identifying people more right. frequently. Mm -hmm. um, but it really can affect anybody. Anybody can get their drink spiked. And I think it's just... Actually... Honestly... 
I just thought of that when you said anyone can get their drink spiked, and I wish I had said this with Shira. I'm hopefully, I'm guessing she's listening, so Shira, I wish I had said this, but recently I found out that someone in my life um, that I know who is in her 60s, she was roofied, like, no, a f- it, like, a few years ago in a park. No, it doesn't, seriously, it could be anybody. Anybody, and- anywhere. And you never know the intentions of the person that's doing it. And they could be s- seriously so scary. They're never good. But they can yeah. be, like like Shira said in the episode, it can lead to so much more. But I just think that this is, I will literally be ordering this product immediately after we get off. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it around and I don't know why I haven't ordered it yet. But I just admire so much Shira's ability to see this problem. And immediately, like you'll take hear, action. she said the idea came to her in a dream. But just take action and create a product that like, this is something that, the same way that every, you know, every girl needs mace. Every girl needs this product. Mm-hmm. And I just think that although I wish that we didn't live in a world where you had to, like, look over your shoulder and, you know, literally have a scrunchie to cover your drink mm-hmm. that, you know, because people are so absolutely vile. Mm-hmm. Um, we do live in that world. And I am always – y'all know I got anxiety, so that's part of it. But mm-hmm. I'm just always in the team of let's protect ourselves. Let's be proactive. Let's not, yeah. you know, let's try to prevent this from happening in the first place. And let's just be proactive rather than being like, you know, it's easy to sit around and be like, the world shouldn't be like this. Like, how are we going to change? You're not. Yeah. You literally, I'm so sorry. The world is just not yeah. a safe the, the place cha- to be the all change, the time. The change starts with you protecting yourself, not stopping people from trying Exactly. And so I just think that this is like such an admirable business. Like she's, you know, obviously growing this business and we talked about, you know, the entrepreneurial side of things, but there really is a mission behind this and she's really doing something that's really important um, with this product. And I just feel like as much as you need to listen to this, if you're a business owner and want to be inspired, you just need to listen to this and like be aware of this product if you're just a person functioning in the world who like goes out to bars or literally, like you said, goes to what the park, like anywhere. Yeah, like literally. you need to be aware of your surroundings as much as it is sad that we live in a world. I also want to say that I've like seen that. on TikTok, which I very much appreciate, um, that young Gen Z, I feel like I'm on like the cusp. I was born in 97, so I feel like I'm on the cusp of millennial and Gen Z. But um, so I kind of experienced the more millennial side. I didn't really partake, but um, I think they're called like Borgs or whatever they're yes, called. Yes, Borgs. Yeah, the like jug of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um you know, don't really, for me, at least, I mean, I have freaking alcohol intolerance, so I can't drink anything. Don't promote, um, binge drinking, but still, like, if you're gonna do it, like, let's protect ourselves and, you know, not drink out of some communal bucket that, you know, you have no idea what's going into that as far as alcohol, but also as far as other stuff, so. Yeah, the Borgs, if you don't know, they're basically milk jugs that you, like, make like Dump a and- ginormous drink in <laughs> yeah, and so basically like you just like gross, but- <laughs> you drink out of that all day rather than mm-hmm. drinking like you know hunch punch out of like a cooler yep. at a frat house you know yep. um like a trash can exactly and like this isn't something that just happens in college like we said but totally. I feel like college is a place that it's so prevalent so I also was thinking when we were recording like if you have like for Valentine's Day which is already passed or like literally Easter that's coming up or literally Christmas mm-hmm. anything this would be a great gift to get all your little girly friends like 
Yes. Grab them all, these little scrunchies. First of all, you can use it to make your hair look slight. Um, and then you can also, it's just so functional. And I know all of the girlies like to wear their scrunchies around their wrists when they are going to the bars. Like, this is not something that's going to, like, ruin your fit. This mm-hmm. is not something that's going totally. to take up yeah. all the room in your purse. Like, this is seriously genius. And... Um, we talked all about kind of like the conception of the product. We talked about Shira's experience going on Shark Tank, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. We've never had somebody who has been on Shark Tank on the pod before, but that ended today, guys. <laughs> we are now a Shark Tank guest official We're guest a podcast. Shark Tank podcast. We officially. we now have been on Shark Tank. Uh, I'm gonna put that on my resume. No, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just felt like because of the mission of the product like it just needed we needed to talk about it um we talked about it a little bit in the actual interview but mm-hmm. just really really important to very admirable too yes absolutely and um now that we've wasted a full seven minutes not wasted actually we've well used our seven minutes talking about actually what the episode is about right rather than whatever we're up to which we know <laughs> you guys are used to us talking about i guess we should just go ahead and get into um hearing shira's story and learning more about her and nightcap hi shira thank you so much for coming on the podcast today we seriously are so excited to hear about you and your business and your experience so to get the interview started why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience and tell them a little bit about yourself and your business well thank you guys for having me um my name is shira i invented this little gadget over here called nightcap when i was 16 about four years ago um and i thought of it in a dream um so we'll get into that in a little bit but um Yeah, my brother and I run this business now full-time. I dropped out of school last year, and um, I guess something that's, like, not business-related, I'm a Leo, and... um, Love that. That makes sense. I can see that. And what else? Um, I played, like, volleyball and soccer in high school, so, yeah. Perfect. I love it. Okay, so you just said you started Nightcap at 16. Um, after just hearing one too many stories about the horrors of drink spiking, I know we still hear them. Um, and it's such a prevalent problem for men and women everywhere, no matter if you live in a city, if you live in the country, it's a college campus, it's just such a prevalent problem. So I would love if you could kind of walk us through the story of starting Nightcap from kind of like recognizing that problem to growing it to what it is today. Yeah. So basically I had a friend that was roofied. And a couple weeks later, I slept on it because I thought of it in a dream. And the mm-hmm. product just basically formed in my head. Like, people are always asking, what, what do you mean you thought of it in a dream? Literally, like, it just formed. It just happened. And I was like, wait, mm-hmm. why, why aren't there solutions to this already? Because this is a huge problem right. that a lot of people don't talk about. They're either embarrassed or people don't believe them. Um, right. Yes. So I woke up the next morning and I told my dad, I was like, hey, I have this idea. So instead of trying to explain it to him, I like made it out of my mom's pantyhose and a scrunchie for my room, which was the first prototype. And that allowed me to like really show him what I was talking about. And he was like, this is actually a really good idea. And so I was in Mm -hmm. high school, my dad's not an entrepreneur, and we just started taking like baby steps and found a patent attorney, um, found a graphic designer Mm -hmm. to create the logo. My dad 
mm-hmm. came up with the name Nightcap. Um, we found a seamstress to create the first couple prototypes so we could see what yeah. we wanted it to really look like. And I mean, those were the first couple steps until my brother, he came home from FSU for the summer and he was like, what, what is going on here? He saw my prototype <laughs> and he wanted to get involved because he went to Florida State and he knew that this was a, right. a huge issue. So that's pretty much yeah. how it was born. And that was 2019. Wow. Yeah. I think that like, at least I know from my experience in college, it feels like when you're in like high school, like, you know, watching movies and stuff, it feels like an urban legend of this issue and that like, oh, it would, you know, it's something that happens in movies and something that isn't going to happen to me or a friend. Um, But yeah, it is definitely something that's happening. It's continuing to happen, you know, today. Um, So I really commend you for taking the steps towards helping that issue. Um, But I wanted to talk about kind of like, I guess the thought process, you said you brought it to your dad, but what was that um, feeling, I guess, or like just step towards, okay, we're actually going to do this instead of like, oh, this is a cool idea. All right. Never, we're never going to talk about it again. Well, it definitely wasn't the second thing. Like it definitely didn't go over my head because Right. Like, my initial reaction was, oh, my God, like, there's actually nothing out there. Like, you've heard of the myth, yeah. the myth nail polish that actually doesn't even exist. I don't want to be sticking my fingers in my drink. Um, <laughs> like, there just wasn't anything out there that was, like, a fun solution to a serious problem. Like, something that people would actually want to use. Useful. And mm-hmm. so, it wasn't, like we I I definitely had like this feeling that it would be successful because I knew that this is I just knew it was a great idea and but at the same time I was like all right I'm 16 I don't really have anything to lose this is like a fun little project let's just see where it goes and so that was pretty much my mentality the whole time it was like yeah I I'm young I have nothing to lose I mean I'm just doing my homework on the side and like I like what happens happens and I mean I I could definitely see into the future that it would be pretty pretty big and I mean here we are we sold like 500,000 of them and they're all over like the country I mean 40 countries and 40 countries and um yeah it it's a lot bigger than a 16 year old could could even imagine and I think it's only right. it's only going to expand but what you said earlier yeah. about how you think that it would never happen to you. It's like, yeah, that this stuff really happens. And the people who hear about it, right here, me. <laughs> um, yeah. So people mm-hmm. come to us all the time and they're like, hey, I can't leave my house without this product anymore because X, Y, and Z happened to me. And now I'm traumatized. Yeah. And so we get all the horror stories and it's it's not too fun but it show i mean at least i get to see that this is like a real issue and at least we're doing something about it so yeah i think that it also is just like bringing awareness um like like i said like after you know having uh you don't need to have it happen to you to know that it's something that you want to prevent obviously yeah. um so i think it's like honestly like 
sounds dramatic, but it is like a societal change to have this Mm -hmm. product and be like, no, we're going to take it like into our own hands and we're going to take steps towards um, protecting ourselves, especially as women. For sure. Like these things are also like drink spiking. Yeah, it's scary, but it's also leading to other things. It's leading to assault. It's leading to um, robbery. It's leading to people dying. Like it's, it's not, it's not fun. And, a lot of these clubs and bars, they know that it's happening and they're not acknowledging it. And right. they're just kind of pushing it to the side. And I had a friend who was roofied when I was in college. Again, not the same girl, but I had a friend that was roofied. And I remember we were just like standing in the street and the people at the bar were like, oh, like, take, make sure she takes her wristband off. Like, here's some water. Just so, like, they, yeah. they know, like, they know what's happening. They, yeah. They're they there yeah. to cover their own butt. So when they, yep. you know, when they go to the hospital, the hospital has no idea where they're coming from. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, and I feel like you, you found such an intersection between really, like, this solves a problem, but it's not this scientific device that you're bringing into the bar and this has to be, like, this big. Like, it's this is a, a realistic solution. You wear your scrunchie around your wrist and then you pull it off and – put it on your drink like this isn't something that girls wouldn't already wear to the bar right. um or boys literally any gender wouldn't already just stick on their wrist and wear to the bar you can stick it in no matter it in a if pocket, you are not bringing a it, purse like, it yeah doesn't. it doesn't matter um and so I feel like you kind of really found the intersection between functionality and simplicity fashion, yeah it's just being yeah, yeah like just being realistic but I'd love to kind of hear so first of all I love that this is kind of like like you started that with this idea with your dad and then your brother joined in so like you obviously have a family who's like really supportive of you and your ideas I feel like a lot of 16 year olds if they went to their dad and they were like I had this idea their dad would be like cool okay <laughs> I'll see you after work like <laughs> you know like but that's awesome um but I'd love to hear kind of the moment where you realized okay this is going to be something that I'm going to do for real. You know, like you said, you dropped out of college last year. Like, when did you realize the difference between I'm going to sell these to my friends and we're going to make some and I'm going to sell them around my town to, like, this is going to be something that's going to be really huge. Like a huge, like, like, corporation, not just, like, out out of my, you know, trunk kind of thing. (laughs) I think that, obviously, Shark Tank um, opened my eyes to a lot of that and seeing that this – I mean, not – going on like a show with my brother a national show that I used to watch when I was a kid is just like all right mm-hmm. all right like come like this is a lot bigger than than you expected yeah and um I was just going through the motions as a 17 I went on the show at 17 so um mm-hmm. I was just going through the motions like I obviously you know loved going on Shark Tank but then it's like I'm going back to school after this like I'm going like I that was actually I filmed Shark Tank and then I went um to college I had my freshman year so Hmm. um I started freshman year couldn't really tell anyone about the show because they we weren't allowed so I kept that to myself but um yeah I was just going to school and like my brother would text me hey this university just ordered 500 hey this university just ordered a thousand hey I'm like oh Mm -hmm. okay this is happening and while I'm in like I'm I'm sitting there like in my classes that I just have no interest in to be quite honest with you um right and my brother's running basically the whole business by himself and 
I was technically part-time, but I didn't, I wasn't able to find out what I was good at or wanted to do for the business. Like I Hmm, was just in class and in college and being a student because that's how society wants it to be. And you can run your business on the side because that's, that's just what people do. And just how you do it. Yeah. And so I, I realized, um, my it was mid sophomore year so it was like my first semester of sophomore year I was about to it was time to like pick your schedules for next semester and I was like mm-hmm. I don't I just don't think that this is I choose nothing it's just not I choose <laughs> nothing I I I choose freedom like I was about to yeah. my parents um were supporting me for the first year and they were like all right this time you have to figure it out and mm-hmm. that was my calling to be like, I don't know where I'm supposed to get. I don't even know how much the tuition at my school was. I think it was like $20,000 a semester at UTampa because I was mm-hmm. a Florida resident. Mm-hmm. So that's actually cheaper for that school. Um, right. I was like, I don't know where I'm supposed to get 20K to pay for classes that I'm just not yeah. enjoying. When I ha- don't want. When I have. And meanwhile, it's making you make like less money in your business because you like aren't working on your business. Like it's just taking away. It's exactly away what so it was doing. Money. It's exactly what it was doing. Yeah. And I like had this like just I had this whole business just sitting on the side on the other side of Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, ugh, like so I'm gonna have to wait two years to actually get into this. Like do anything. Right. And yeah. then. At some point, I realized, well, this isn't just a product. This is a product that is, like, saving people. And people are, while I'm sitting in class, people are out there getting roofied. Like, this is real. This is real stuff. So I called my parents, and I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. Like, I'm so serious about leaving. And it's crazy that I had that conversation with them. It was, um a little bit over a year ago that I actually picked up the phone and I was like, I actually can't do this anymore. I'm yeah. not doing this. Like, Done. yeah. So th- yeah. they were like, all right, if they're like, we support it, but you have to move back home, which I had just created an entire, I just got chills. I just got, <laughs> I just created an entire life, um, at, in Tampa and I had new friends. I had new places to go. It was so like, new and awesome and when they said you have to move back home I was like all right so I have to stop living with my best friends and Mm -hmm. and it was just like a very bittersweet but I could see like the light at the end the light at the end of the tunnel where there was something better for me like opportunity yeah I just saw it and that that's my rant like I just it just made it all made sense and I mean, I'm happier than ever here now. I have great friends here too, so. That's amazing. Yeah. We've talked a lot on the podcast about kind of like making the decision to whether it's somebody leaving their nine to five to fully run their business or, you know, leaving school, something like that. And it's like I said earlier, it really is when, you know, it's hindering your opportunities to yeah. grow your business where you have these opportunities you're saying no to. Or like you said, like your brother is out here like running this entire thing by himself when like, 
you know, you were obviously meant to be involved in this. This was an idea that came to you in a dream. So somebody delivered you this idea. Like whatever we believe about whoever's out there, somebody needed you to do this because it solves a problem. Um, And I do feel like like the mission behind it really is like having that being your driving force, um, I think is really admirable. But I want to talk a little bit more about Shark Tank because we all know that the listeners are (laughs) She said Shark Tank. (laughs) Um, So what was kind of the process of finding out you're going to be on the show, going on the show, pitching yourself to the sharks. I know people obviously think they're brutal. Um, and like kind of just the process from you figured out or you wanted to be on Shark Tank to you're on Shark Tank and it airs. Yeah. So you so basically you could go through that entire process of applying um, paperwork, uh, meeting with the producers. It's about a year long process. And you could wow. you could go I'm pretty sure you could like walk out there, do a pitch. Um, yeah, like do a whole pitch, like get your hopes up and everything. And then they'll be like, oh, you're actually not going to air. So you don't know that yeah. this stuff is official until like maybe a month before, um, which is crazy. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. But we applied, my brother applied in um, 2020 because it was covid hit and we like we're just like all right we'll see what happens um so mm-hmm. he goes and applies we end up getting a call back a couple months later and we're like oh my god and this is weird but i don't know if you guys talk about manifestation ever we had a <laughs> we whole did. episode on it <laughs> um that stuff is so real because um i would like i mean we would watch that show as kids and i would look at the tv same yeah i would look at the tv and i in my head, I would just think that, like, oh, like, that's not impossible. Like, I could do that one day. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll probably end up doing that one day. And I, it's crazy because, like, like I guess throughout the whole process, I was kind of like, are this is, this is very, um, I mean, ri- it's risky. Like, you don't really know what's gonna happen. But the whole time in the back sure. of my head, I was like, I feel like this could actually, like, I feel like this could really happen. Like. And so mm-hmm. I think that had a lot to do with it. Um, just like literally the way I was, I, I grew up thinking um, had a lot to do with the whole this and the Shark Tank thing. Um, and um, the process was very long. It was all very worth it. And then uh, I guess it's pretty interesting. They put us in a hotel in Vegas for like 10 days because it was still Corona. So mm-hmm. we couldn't leave the hotel room until the day of pitching. So I was a minor. So our dad got to come and we got like a little connecting room. I printed out pictures of all the sharks and put them on the couch. We would pitch and pitch. <laughs> We'd just pitch all, like so many times a day. Like we just had that thing down. Like That's amazing. Just crazy. Like, we would blast like music on the speaker, so we couldn't get distracted. You were distracted, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we would know that thing with like the lights and the cameras and everything. <laughs> that part, oh my god. We are going to take a quick break to talk about this week's sponsor, Allie Roseco. Allie is a friend of ours, a friend of the pod. She's been on the pod before, and she has the absolute cutest apparel, stationery, and sticker shop plus a couple of extra fun goodies. Really, her shop is just the best place to go if you need a fun little product to make your day brighter. One of her newest products that we're obsessed with and that we want to talk about in today's ad is the stationery and stickers subscription box. We love a subscription box here at Check Your Aesthetic, and Allie's is no exception. Yeah, 
this. I personally have always loved the idea of a subscription box, especially the fact that you get fun little mail that you're, you don't know what it's going to be. How exciting. So if you are interested, go to patreon.com slash Co, and that is how you sign up. As soon as you do, you will get access to everything. And in each box, it is valued over $35 and you get stationary stickers and other fun goods included. I believe it was last month when we were recording this that we got like a makeup bag with our name on it. And I literally texted Allie. I was like, what is this fabric? It is so soft. I know that's not important to the ad whatsoever but I just have to say so I know, well she also personalized every single for every single yeah. subscriber she personalized their name on the bag which Allie just always goes extra mile that's why we love her and yes. because she is sweet and we love her Instagram and, and we love her her um shop we love everything yeah. about Allie but Allie. You, you I guarantee you you will not find a subscription box that would personalize a bag for every single Literally. subscriber other than this one so Yes, and then included as well as the like physical goods, you also get digital. You can get laptop wallpapers, uh, patterns, phone wa- wallpapers, palettes, and other just like digital products. But my favorite thing about Allie and also just Allie's page in general is that it really is a community that supports small businesses and creatives and just creativity in general. So that is another place that you can connect, especially since you get access to the Instagram account Allie Rose Co. Club, uh, which is a private Instagram for bonus content. You also get early access to sales and launches. So there's really nothing better. So like we said, if you want to subscribe and get all of those goodies, along with a special little box in the mail, which like we said, you cannot beat. You can go to patreon.com slash Allie Rose Co. That is A-L-L-I-E-R-O-S-E-C-O. So again, that's patreon.com slash Allie Rose Co. Go and grab your stationery and stickers subscription box. If you've seen our Instagram stories recently, <laughs> you already know the sponsor that we are about to talk about. Better Days Co. is our new obsession, our new favorite brand, and our new girlies that we just, we absolutely And love our new hyperfixation. Katie and I can sometimes become people that we get hyperfixated on one thing and that becomes our new personality and this is by far our new personality. We are green girls. We are green juice, I guess, girls. Um, We're healthy. We are slaying, honestly, slaying 2023. Exactly. And as far as hyperfixations go, this is a great one. So if you're wondering what Better Days Co. is, they are premium supplements that taste great and focus on simplicity, convenience, and affordability. So we have tried specifically the Better Greens. They have caffeinated and non-caffeinated options. And what these are is little packets of greens that I think two packets equals your daily serving of vegetables. Yes. And there's so many amazing ingredients in there. You can have the caffeinated ones in the morning. You can have the non-caffeinated ones any time of the day. And they seriously taste amazing. I actually got a DM from somebody. I've been sharing them on my Instagram story. And she said, I've been wanting to implement greens into my diet, but they all taste like garbage. And I was like, (laughs) this tastes like a delicious treat. Yes. This Alexis was talking about using this as like a sugar replacement mm-hmm. in her, like you know, when you need a sweet treat after dinner. Yes. You have a sweet treat, but it's in the form of vegetables. How amazing yes. does that sound? And they also have, it's not just a company for greens. They also have better sleep. If you have trouble sleeping, uh, they have better hormones, especially if you are having your time of the month. This is a great mm-hmm. option to kind of like regulate things, especially with PMS. Um, they have better collagen, which is I 
literally have on the way right now, uh, which also has protein in it, so it's great to put in your smoothies. And uh, also they have Better Glow, which is mostly for um, skin, but I have fully committed that I am now a Better Days girl, so has Katie, and we are also officially marking Check Your Aesthetic as a Better Days podcast. Yes, and in 2023, this is going to be one of the habits that I am, it already has become a habit, but yeah. I'm going to continue and take on, and I think that it's it tastes delicious their packaging is super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, all Literally, all you have to do is pour the packet into some water. And I use my little electric mixer that I use to like froth my coffee mm-hmm. to mix it in. And you guys know, if I have replaced my coffee with something, it is seriously yeah, good. Yeah. I have a <laughs> coffee obsession. And Better Days Co. has taken over most of my mornings now. So that is saying a lot. So if you're listening to this and you're like dang, girls, y'all got me convinced. You can use our code for money off, so you are in luck. You can use code CYA for 10% off of your Better Days Co. order. I would recommend placing an order of every single item in their shop. Um, (laughs) I have some better hormones on the way, so I will report back to you guys and let you know how I like my better hormones. But as of right now, I can tell you Better Greens with and without caffeine chef's kiss yes they also have uh, subscriptions if you get hooked just like katie and i you will get them every month or you can even get it every two weeks and Absolutely. that code for 10 percent off which is capital cya also applies to any subscriptions which is already at a discounted rate because it is more of a bulk deal and if you're shopping right now on the website and you need some recommendations for flavors raspberry limeade is my absolute favorite i did order myself peach limeade to try out but they also have a new fruity cereal flavor there's options for really whatever you like whatever your taste is they have an option so head to better days co and use code cya for 10 percent off yeah so i guess it comes to the day to pitch and they come get you from the hotel room they bring you out you're like holy shit this is finally happening everything you've worked for you're just like oh my god and you're standing behind the two doors and mm-hmm. the first i mean you're standing there for like a good five minutes you're like oh my god what is happening because it looks like you're in the tv like the whole set is very like yeah. weird like it just looks like you're watching it on the show. So yeah. you're standing behind the two doors. Doors open. There's no music playing. There's no that that There's none of that. Like, <laughs> oh, that sucks. I, I thought, I definitely thought that the dun 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 was actually in no, there. No, that's not in but there. it's added in post. Oh, yeah, it's, wow. it's added. And so you walk down that the, the aisle or whatever. The other doors open. You see Mr. Wonderful. You're like, okay, now it's really real. It's crazy, mm-hmm. and we had, um, it was Damon, Lori, Barbara, Mark, and Kevin, Mr. Wonderful. Um, so yeah. that was, like, the lineup that we had, and um, you d- you stand there, and then you, you're like, hey, guys. Um, <laughs> and then you just start pitching. Hey, besties. Yeah, and so you, a lot of people can be in there for, like, two hours. We were in there for, like, 30 minutes. Um, wow. So... Our, it's on YouTube. It's called, like, uh, I think it's one of the fastest deals ever, like, uh, they've ever had. And um, L- wow. Lori said something really crazy on the episode. She's like, this uh, product is one of the... She's like, this is a product that's... There's never been a product that's come to the Shark Tank that's resonated with me more deeply in a social mission way as this. Wow. I just quoted her very well. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> um and yeah it was 
like very surreal. It was just crazy. And then, you know, we got a deal with her and we we were done. And then they take you back and they do those interviews that you see afterwards. And then you go yeah. home and it's just all a crazy experience. Um, but yeah and then there's actually something that i just discovered last year it's called the shark tank reunion (laughs) and it's like i don't know i guess it's like bachelor nation kind of because (laughs) 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 all of the old people it's coming back together yeah it's like oh like you're in a room with all these people you're like i've seen you before on tv like and then they'll explain their bit they'll Mm -hmm. explain their business and you're like oh it just clicks you're like i've seen it Mm -hmm. um so like scrub daddy yeah he was there he i got to Mm -hmm. i took a little i ordered one of those microphones or actually i didn't even order that i used my phone uh, my voice memos and i went around interviewing Mm -hmm. all of these people about um, what their business was, the, how Shark Tank was, um, mm-hmm. how, um, I guess, like, what advice you would give to other entrepreneurs, and I posted it all on my TikTok. I'm, it was just such a fun time, and, like, I made a lot of friends, and it, it's just such a cool experience to, like, be around the people who have all, we were all joking, we're like, we've all experienced. Yeah, gone through it before. Gone through the scariest thing. <laughs> scary yeah. it's craziest moment yeah, yeah so it's, it was cool I'd, I'd love to talk more about kind of like since you brought up I guess like networking with other business owners that have gone through Shark Tank what other kind of things do you think that that experience of you know pitching yourself to Shark Tank to be on the show and then pitching yourself to the actual sharks and everything what do you think that that has taught you um about business and what have you like brought into your own business from that experience um that's an interesting question because honestly I love like networking I love meeting new people and I recently I've hated the term networking because it's like it feels very transactional it sounds icky. and it almost like has become like that um I don't know I, and I've met some of my favorite influencers and it they just haven't been like who I thought they were which kind of like really sucks in the end because you're like yeah and they're like it's very disappointing yeah it is so sometimes I like want to like back away from that um but I mean for the most part I think I've learned that like I was definitely someone I still am someone that will like go up to someone that I love or anything and I kind of like make myself smaller than I am like I'll be like oh like I have this mm-hmm. product like blah, 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 blah. and like I won't even mention I won't even really mention Shark Tank most of the time but my friends have taught like my friends will be the one that's like she was on like you know she was on the show and so <laughs> that like yeah. that showed me that like you shouldn't like you shouldn't be because I feel like there's also the other side of the spectrum where like you um are too like me 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 this and I absolutely hate that like I I don't want to come off that way uh because that's not how I am like I don't want to be like I was on you know um so it's really just finding a balance between like uh pitching yourself in a really good way but also like ask the asking them about themselves and like relating Mm -hmm. relating like what you're doing to what they're doing and if you're only networking and trying to meet these people for your own benefit just totally like 
change it that or like you need to switch it up or just don't even network at all because people are going to sniff it out and like you just come off as very ingenuine and like um I feel like I've met a lot of people that um just really they just like want something from you and yes and you can tell (laughs) yeah you can tell and that automatically I mean will switch my mood in a second but Mm -hmm. um I think finding a, a really good balance and figuring out why why are you talking to them? What do you want from them? Just like really clearing up what your intentions are. Do you just want to um do you want to talk to them because you want advice? Do you want them to do something for you or do you want to like totally. make do you want to surround yourself with people that are like you? Which is mainly what I yeah, that's mainly the reason that I will go up to people and and finesse my way into events sometimes but <laughs> like yeah I just because it is hard um I am young and I uh, I don't meet a lot of young entrepreneurs often so when I do I get really excited and if someone isn't as passionate it's it's always like a bummer you know so totally. I guess also not having too high of expectations and just realizing that it's like this is reality just because they're on the internet or just because they're rich or famous does not mean that they're going to act a certain way. They're a certain type of person. They're not going to act a certain way. They're still a person. That's a huge one. And that's another thing I didn't mention about Shark Tank was that those people are just people. The sharks are just people. (laughs) So like going in there, that was something I had to be like, they're just humans. (laughs) Right. Really. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I talked a little bit earlier about kind of the phase where you went from, you know, we're making this and we're seeing how this works and, you know, we're making prototypes and whatever to like, this is a full blown business. So in kind of the scaling and growing phase of your business, taking it, you know, to a whole nother level, you know, take going full time, all of that, what have you found to be the most important things that you and your brother have done that have helped you kind of grow the business to where it is today whether that's like investing in branding or whether that's networking kind of what have been the things that you're like when we did that we really saw a difference so this is right up your guys's alley but obviously social media has changed the business forever like um Mm -hmm. if you are trying to build a business you need to get on tiktok you need to get on instagram reels you have to dive into that because the, like the technology world has given us that opportunity and yes it's just like you are passing up such a huge market and you can reach so many people just by posting on these platforms and um i mean we've done about four million dollars in sales and i can't tell you exactly um what percentage of those have come from tiktok but i could tell you it's probably around 70 or 80 percent like any time that i get on my phone and start storytelling or giving people a rundown of my day or just taking them along with us on the journey or explaining what the product is i mean it's like it's just reaching so many different people and even people who have had like traumatic incidents you know they are grateful that this stuff exists and then there's the people who 
don't believe that roofing is a problem so you have all the bickering going on but um as long as you're um showcasing your product and sometimes you can even just showcase you because sometimes you are your product like yeah nightcap is my is our product but at the same time if i can sell myself because i'm part of the story and um yeah i um i talked about this at the shark tank reunion i talked on a panel about tiktok and i was um telling all the founders in the room i said you guys have all been on shark tank you can all leverage this on social media put up a photo of you on on shark tank and talk about it and see where that goes people will ask questions and it'll take you somewhere but if you're not leveraging your brand on there then what exactly are you doing because yeah what are you doing you have this amazing experience and story that you can tell and people are immediately going to be interested right and it's just we don't spend our money on marketing so that's that's all we do so Mm -hmm. that's just i mean that's really all we do um is social media and we did invest with you know new branding and stuff to make it pop more and 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 stuff like that but as for um growing it it's really been that and um yeah i guess yeah yeah that's super because it's i mean it's a free tool and especially for you with the target audience that you have it's younger people who are going out you know it's the people that are on TikTok is exactly your target audience. So I feel like knowing where your market is and then using that free tool to the best that you can is definitely something that makes a really big difference. I will always, um, obviously it's my job, but we'll always preach to the importance of social media. Um, but okay. We always love to end off our interview portions of our episode with actionable steps. We love our listeners who are listening they're feeling inspired. We love to give them things they can actually do. So if somebody listening right now is like, okay, I have an idea that I feel like I could turn into a business, what are three things that they can do right now to start in the direction of pursuing that dream and turning that idea into a business? So the first thing I would do is go find out if people actually want the product. Go take surveys. Go on the street. Go ask yeah. people on the street if they need it. Um, yeah. But make sure that people want it or need it um, because I've seen a lot of people – go to market with a product that nobody nobody, wants. nobody there's just no use so that's the first step is making sure there's a demand for it the second thing i would say is um believe in it uh yeah. a lot of people will tell you that it's stupid or people get jealous and they don't want you to succeed so if you believe in your mm-hmm. product and you see a potential for it just tunnel vision on that and um don't like start a career for other people like you're gonna end up doing something <clears throat> you hate if you're listening to them so that's two and number three would be um I guess someone said something on my podcast the other day that I really liked um, because I usually say, you know, just go for it, just start it, but you'll actually never be ready to do anything. So yeah, um, just jump in the pond, like just do it. Um, Start. Just start because you're going to 
keep looking back with regrets and that's not fair to right. yourself um yeah we are we have all started at the same point and like we we're all doing this with tri- through trial and error like no matter what it is i always say it's not a lack of education it's a lack of um experience because once you get out of school, you're supposed to have you're supposed to know all these things when in reality you're gonna know nothing. So yeah. just kind of honestly just start it and figure out as you go. That's my advice, but make sure there's people who need it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming yes. on to the podcast today. I know our listeners are going to absolutely love this episode. Um, so if they want to see more from you or buy your product or all that good stuff, let everybody know where they can connect with you um, and just plug yourself. Let us know all the places that they can go after this. So you can buy a nightcap, and we have a bunch of other products, but you could buy a nightcap um on nightcapit.com or Amazon. Um, so that's nightcapit.com or Amazon. And then our Instagram is nightcapit, along with our TikTok is nightcapit. My Instagram is Shira Bennard. Uh, my TikTok is Shira, S H I R A A H. And then I am starting a podcast. It should be launching in March, but trial and error, as you know, we shall see how that goes. Um, <laughs> but it should be launching soon. I've already recorded a bunch of episodes. Um, so that is called the In Your Dreams podcast. And that tic- the TikTok and the Instagram is In Your Dreams pod with two D's at the end. Um, and I called it In Your Dreams because I thought of Nightcap in a Dream. So I love that. That's the that's the premise of it. But um is there anything else? I don't think that's I think that's pretty much it, but yeah, nightcap.com or Amazon. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and want more, follow us on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic and TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. If you want to support our show, text the link to this episode to a friend, share when you listen to CYA on your story, or leave a positive rating or review wherever you're listening to this episode. If you want to hear more from us, be sure to hit the follow button on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll talk to you next Monday. See ya!